I'm your host, Ray, dental student in training, fitness enthusiast, and curious mind. Hey guys, welcome to episode 2 of the Rain or Shine podcast. I can't believe it, we're already on episode 2. Episode 1 was such an amazing experience. Uh, We got such an outpouring of support uh, when Vanessa came on. And it's been absolutely amazing, amazing uh, to continue uh, sharing her story over the past month. But episode 2 is here. And I am so incredibly excited. In this episode, (laughs) we upgrade the studio a little bit. I'm in the studio right now, but we left the studio and we ended up going uh, on a little field trip. But in spite of the fact that it was a little bit of a trek, it was worth it because we went to go meet someone absolutely amazing. In this special feature episode, as part of my own fitness initiative, Train with Ray, I am incredibly grateful to sit down and connect with lifestyle entrepreneur, fitness ambassador, Spartan elite athlete, my personal trainer, and friend, John Kelly, or as the tribe knows him, JK. We discuss JK's journey into fitness, from playing sports at a young age to eventually transitioning into body conditioning. Amongst other things, we also explore his various Singaporean-based business ventures, including his latest, Tribal Fitness SG a lifestyle-based fitness initiative currently consisting of hit circuits on Zoom and in-person across various breathtaking locations in the Lion City CBD. Underpinning this episode, however, is an exploration of what JK calls his why, a why stemming from his personal experiences witnessing someone very dear to him being severely limited in their ability to engage in any physical activity, a deeply rooted personal conviction and noble cause that continues to inspire him to be an ambassador for living an active lifestyle. Do enjoy this episode, guys. It's really a great one. All right, so <laughs> if you hear the uh, the sound of chairs, it's because we are in a really special space. Just relaxing back. <laughs> You've heard the man, um, dare I say it, the hottie with a body. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Right, so yeah, cheers. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, so I'm John, um, bit of background, I'm a fitness enthusiast, should we say, um, yes. and also a kind of a self-proclaimed entrepreneur, so yeah. got a couple of my own businesses in Singapore, um, but by day, working on that, and then by night, uh, running fitness classes and my own training, so. Yeah, it's actually, it's great you mentioned that, JK, because um, how did we meet JK? <laughs> well, we met through... Tribal fitness, right? So Tribal fitness. When, Joining the tribe. <laughs> Wednesday hump day hit. <laughs> Wednesday hump day. Building the peach. Building yeah. the gluteus. <laughs> getting them there. Getting the abs out. Oh, uh, yeah. The abs that are always on display with you. <laughs> I see it. Um, I was actually... We were with JK last night, actually. Uh, doing yeah. a... What was it? Ab focus session? It was all based on abs, yeah. So, oh, such a gorgeous it. location. Yeah. So nice. We are spoiled. I think that's what, like... It's a beauty of Singapore, isn't it? So mm. many iconic spots. So. No, it's stunning. I mean, it's almost as stunning as the the location we're in right now. Tell yeah. us a little bit about this, this space, JK. It's gorgeous. Yeah, so this is our little cozy office. We've tried to make it as homely as possible. <laughs> it's gorgeous. <laughs> Here we've got curtains in. Um, wow. 
yeah, we, like you spend so many hours here, right? Thirty alive, technically working. So mm. you want to make the office as comfortable as possible. Yeah, and when it when it gets boring, you just, just head on down to the yeah. senoritas downstairs. Yeah, yeah. tell so them about that. Tell them about that. Yeah, we're above a above a Mexican. Um, wow, so chimichangas. I think mm. most people will know it. So yeah, we get burritos and oh my word, it's sunny. Tequila now and then. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> On the cheap days, on the yeah, cheap days. On the cheap days. Uh, no, it's good. It'll dry you out a little bit. Dry yeah. you out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, like, guys, I was walking in here because um, I was on the way to, to record the podcast with JK. And when I got here, I was almost sort of, as I was saying to him, transported to a whole new world. Like, yeah. uh, you see the Mexican place, you see this office. It's absolutely stunning. I mean, I wouldn't mind spending my time here, if I'm honest. Um, but that's excellent. So, so JK, no, it's so great having you on. Um, as we mentioned, I, I met you through a fitness class a little while ago, and from the start, I was just, um, you know, if I'm frank, like, just loved your presence, you know, loved your, um, you know, your involvement with fitness, your approach. I, I've, I make no surprise, uh, like, no secret out of it, guys. I do like fitness, and it's something I'm passionate about, and, you know, I'll be honest, I think, JK, you reinv- reinvigorated my, um, my desire to get back on it, you I know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what we want. No, that's really. What we want, so. I just had someone message to me, you know, I'll oh, come join this little class, and, and then I met you, and I was like, wow, really, really, really keen on getting getting back on it, so awesome. it means a lot. But for those who don't know, though, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, a little more, like how you got into fitness, maybe a little bit about your um, your personal training philosophy. Yeah, so, I mean, fitness is, fitness is, it's a way of my life, it literally is. Um, yeah. It's not a hobby. It genuinely, is a lifestyle. I've been ingrained. It's your business too, I suppose, right? Yeah, it's, it's almost everything in a sense. It's becoming. It's, be, it's literally becoming my business, but it's also helps facilitate my business at the same time. So yeah, I, I really get what you mean by that. Sort of is that sort of synergistic relationship. Yeah, definitely. You know, it works both ways. Hundred yeah. percent. Um, like there's days when you work twelve, sixteen hour days. Yeah. And you'd think you just go home, crash Netflix, something like that. But I go out, get a run in, and it just clears my mind, and you can go back the next day. So it generally becomes like a part of my lifestyle. But yeah. it's it's ingrained in me. I think from the ages of two or three, my parents said I was swimming, <laughs> and then yeah. when I got a little bit older, I started running, playing football as all kids did, especially back in the UK. Yeah, I'm a huge Beckham fan. Yes. Um, <laughs> And then... You're almost the spitting image. <laughs> well, mate, I swear that... But you've got a better voice. I'll give I, you that. T- <laughs> I'm sorry. When he that. opens his mouth, when he yeah. opens his mouth, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's similar. It's almost oh. as bad. Oh, no. Um, and then got into running. I think that's when I really got into sport. When I was like 12, I was national level cross country. Um, got into a bit of sprinting as well, which wow. kind of contradicts the two sports in a sense but yeah and then yeah just massively sports has came part of my life as a kid teenager it really started with the sports and sort of big time sports mm. and then when i got to like 16 i realized if i wanted to do anything i had to apply like training lifting weights doing things like that so mm. kind of then saw the other side of fitness um mm. in terms of like conditioning the body mm. and then sports kind of dropped aside and then it, that kind of took precedent yeah. in terms of how I would spend. Yeah, no, it's sort of, it's sort of a similar tra- trajectory because as, as I mentioned, I really love fitness. So I do follow a lot of sort of these public figures. Um, you know, we know Instagram, they're always, they're all pushing all their stuff, but very similar trajectory. You know, you got these ex-rugby guys, they start mm. in rugby and, yeah. then, and they sort of get fall in love more with the CrossFit than, than the actual yeah. game itself yeah. and it sort of transitions. So mm. I suppose it's, it's, it's sort of a similar trajectory in a sense, you know, it started with sport and 
and then you fell in love with the gym, I suppose, right? Yeah, definitely. But um, is it is it what would you say is sort of your your philosophy when it comes to training? Like, what are your objectives? Is it efficiency? You know, is it hypertrophy based? For those who don't know, you know, are you trying to are you trying to build the physique? Is it, is it aesthetics? What what's is it a is it a mixture? Um, I mean, for those that can't see, I'm smiling now because <laughs> it's literally something that I've really been thinking about in the last twelve months. Yeah. Historically, when I was like twenty to twenty four, it was all about aesthetics, how I looked. Yeah trying to show off for the girls and things like that. Yeah. Get, you know, get the beach body, yeah. which to some extent, like, it's, what's the word I want to use? It's like, it's very self-orientated, it's service level. And then I kind of really got into the last couple of years being more about, well, what do I really want? And to me, it's performance. So like, now I'm back into doing Spartan races, mm. back into competing, being a bit more athletic and back into sports. Mm. So my training is performance related it's very very functional yeah right and then i get very i'm i love my statistics so like Mm -hmm. i do run like metrics on my body fat and stuff like that but that's Mm -hmm. more about knowing where my body is and how i'm gonna be with i'm doing like a 10k speed run trying to get my 10k pb i need basically i know like i need my body fat at like nine ten percent to be at a certain weight so my training is around all that management I, mean, um, I, I guess you're touching on this idea that you do take quite a calculated analytical approach to, to what you're doing. Yeah. And I think we're going to get into this a bit, a bit later in the episode, but you know, it's this idea that some people, I guess they, they don't realize like it, it is a bit of a science. It's an art, you know, to, to get into this, but it's Definitely. a science too. Yeah. You, know, you got to get a little serious if, if you want the results. It's, it's not, you can't really uh, take things with a grain of solace, but it's, it's a, you can't do a wide brush approach. You need to get pretty Definitely. serious, you know? 100%, and I think like science came into sport in what, like the late 90s, maybe yeah. early 100, uh, 2020, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely science. It's definitely it is, become yeah. a science now. Yeah, and, uh, and I think it's good to have sort of awareness to that, because uh, obviously I, 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 for those, most of you, I was talking about this in the first episode, I do study in Australia, so, you know, you do encounter a lot of sort of sports scientists, you know, exercise physiologists, um, it, it can get pretty complicated really quickly. Um, Definitely. Especially when, when, when you sort of really get into the nitty-gritty of things, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that's sort of something that, that deters people as well. So um, uh, we do know that you're sort of doing these, these amazing fitness classes in Singapore yeah. that I've been a part of. Um, uh, really great guys um, at Fort Canning. Uh, and uh, also you did one at, um, where was uh, it? Gardens by the Bay. Gorgeous. Just, that, just for the pictures. Oh, uh, yeah, for the pictures there. <laughs> The knees, the knees were hurt though, during that <laughs> session. Uh, the turf was a little tough on us, but it was really nice. Um, but yeah, you know, you're sort of doing that. So I, I think to sort of transition into that, how would you sort of advise people to, to, to get into fitness knowing it is a bit of a science and that in many ways, some people do get deterred from, from sort of getting into things? I think for me, it's... It's kind of like a why. I think there's two, there's two elements to it. I think we can break it down into two points. If you want to get started, I think first of all, you need to understand the importance about around fitness and being healthy, right? So if you're doing nothing and you're not looking after your diet, you're not looking after your health span. So a lot of people talk about being healthy, about being fit. And sometimes the metric is like short. It's, they're thinking like six months, 12-week training program. The metrics need to be thinking about a health span. What's going to make me live the longest, healthiest life? Not the yeah. longest life, but the healthiest life yeah. for as long as possible. Yeah. So I think that's the first and foremost thing. So I think that reaches out to the whole of the population. Um, 
thinking more about living a healthy lifestyle and basically just moving or doing any form of activity is mm. is basically going to help that yeah. um so i think that's the first thing like yeah understand the importance of how fitness plays a role in your health span yeah i think really i i i'm really appreciative that you brought that up because you know i i sort of dabbled if i told you a little bit that i'm sort of sort of doing this 12-week program myself but I'm aware that it, it does sort of, um, it touches on this idea or I guess uh, in a sense it sort of it links to this idea that it's sort of setting a limit on things. You yeah. know, it's sort of, it's creating like a phase where you're sort of dialing it in, but it's sort of, you want to make it a, a long-term thing. You want to yeah. make it a lifestyle in a sense. You know, you don't want to cap it because I think I've seen it myself as well. People fall in this trap sort of, okay, I dial it in here and mm. then the rest of the time I just go all ape and I just do whatever I want when it's yeah. like, I, I hear what you're saying. You know, as someone in, in, in healthcare as well, a future healthcare, healthcare professional, I think you want to make it a sustainable long-term lifestyle as well. Definitely. So I'm glad you did, you brought that up. Yeah. Because um, I don't want people to get the misconception that it's sort of you do it for 12 weeks and, you know. Yeah. Like you can get like focused in on just that 12-week plan. But the 12-week plan is also important, 100%. And, I, and I'll, when I say I'll break it down to two points, that's the second point I'll go on to. Yeah. But I think that sometimes we lose sight of the longevity, of the sustainable mission behind fitness. Um, and that can be a deterrent in yeah. itself, yeah. 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 So I think that's like the one thing uh, that I'd say is like, it, it amplifies the importance to start. Um, so many people go like, and I'll be honest, like I, I used to do personal training and when people say it's not for me, I used to accept that. But now, if I'm honest, I think that it's, we shouldn't accept that as an answer because we should be doing some form of activity or fitness, right? And I'm not saying you need to be doing hit classes with me on a Wednesday or running like my intensity, but just even getting out, just doing walk, some form of movement or mm. fitness. Is there something sort of from your past, anything that sort of really inspired you to get people active or? Yeah, um, my why, basically my sister, my sister has a muscle condition. So right. she herself has basically been removed from the ability to do any form of fitness and activity. Yeah. So I think if we have the ability to do it, we shouldn't take it for granted because mm. it can be really rewarding and fulfilling. Um, mm. So for me, like that's my motivation in terms of me making sure each day I get out, I move, I keep active, I stay fit, I stay healthy. Mm. Because whilst I can control what I can control, I will do it. Because mm. I know that anything in life can change and it removes your ability to control that mm. on a day-to-day -day basis. So yeah, I think like, you know, not to sound tough on some people, but when people say they don't like it or they don't want to do it, if the next day they wake up and they get told like they can't do something, they realize how much they took that for granted and how much they probably then wish they had have done that, like they had have gone out and done more walks or done more runs or or whatever it is. So mm. yeah, I think like that's, that's kind of like one of my inspirations of, and what motivates me in that aspect. In a sense, that's sort of your why. Oh, 100% it's my why. Yeah. And it's my why for tribal fitness, which I think we'll get onto as well. Yeah, we, we're um, definitely going to be getting into the tribe. Yeah. Um, but I just, um, I want to take a moment to thank you for sharing that, JK, because yeah. uh, I really appreciate you coming out and talking to us about that. So thanks a lot. Um, but yeah, no I guess it is important to, to sort of, I guess, uh, just hone in on that point that, yeah, you got to have a why and you got to make it a something that's that's going to be sustainable in the long run. Yeah. Um, but you, you did mention, you know, it is also important to you. You gotta have that twelve week at some mm. point. You gotta dial it in. Yeah, a bit sometimes. But Definitely. So like the next part of it, and it's what I'd always ask people is, 
what is your why then? If you've got past that first bit, so you know that like fitness is or health is important and you're still there and want to do something that within fitness and get started in that, then the next question is why? What is it you now want that's not just about being active or staying fit? And normally it's when you're gonna get people saying, I want abs, yeah, I want a big chest, I want the biceps, yeah. I want to lift this. Yeah. And that's then when you drill down into a plan that's gonna be for that. Yeah, that's true. It's sort of like, let's just get over that first hurdle. Yeah. And then we can sort of getting in, get into the sort of the, I want this and I want this to, yeah. to be optimized. But I'm glad you sort of mentioned that because, you know, people always, I feel like people always go sort of, they go for the abs or they go for this one specific thing. Like fitness, you know, from a young age, like around age 14, like recently I shared a little sort of seven year training video on my, on my Instagram, mm. but my progress in the grand scheme isn't, hasn't been that much either. Um, I'm just sort of still dabbling, but I noticed from a very sort of um, early point that there's so many misconceptions. Like people think fitness is, is sort of this really simple thing in a sense, but it's actually really like when you get serious about it or you do decide to really dial it in, people get deterred or they don't really go as far as they can because man, the misconceptions, like yeah. I still see, what's his name? Like Cristiano Ronaldo, like uh, branding this sort of like six pad training. Like, yeah. like what, you know, it, it's stuff like that. It's just a proliferation of all these absolutely... Um, just absurd ideas in a sense. Definitely. So, you know, I, I guess what I'm getting at is what are sort of your, I guess maybe if you have like a few tips or one or two or three, like what are sort of your, like, these are some misconceptions, don't fall in these traps. Yeah, so I think when you come to like answering that why, why do I want to do this? Is it the abs, is it weight loss, is it getting like a big chest? I think then you need to understand if it's realistic or not. And what you're looking to, like, what are you comparing to? You just mentioned about Cristiano Ronaldo, like Cristiano Ronaldo then. Another thing that you see all the time is these fitness models on Instagram, right? And these perfect abs. Body image. They only look like that during that photo. Mm. It's, they're like, it's when they tense, they work on how they tense the abs. They have to do lighting. They do all these stuff. It's the vacuums. It's the face tune. It's all the stuff. There's so much stuff that's going into that. You are seeing like a split second second of someone's life. Um, And obviously like... Immortalized in an image that is really not reflective of their true self. So I think people expect that they're going to get into a shape where they look like look like that all the time and it's not that's not realistic so that's like one of the things i'd say to anybody if they were trying to adjust set a goal is like just the expectations be realistic what are you comparing yourself to like what when you talk about aesthetics because so many people want aesthetics um like it's definitely being realistic with that Mm -hmm. and then and then it's just trust the journey and trust the process you know yeah i mean i'm glad you sort of mentioned that because i think like i said i'm still sort of dabbling with um fitness myself but I have noticed that the times where I did see sort of good results was when I sort of just, I guess, got consistent. Like, Mm. it almost didn't really matter what I was doing. Like, I just kept doing it within reason. Like, obviously, I wasn't, you know, doing a bench on a Tuesday, drinks on Thursday. Like, I I got consistent, but, you know, I'm someone, I think I have the tendency, um, I'm practicing self-awareness, I can get a bit neurotic. So, um, I sort of just, I said, trust the process, Ray, it'll go. And, I mean... You know, compared to where I was, I was pretty happy. So yeah. I, I guess it's yeah. sort of good, like, you know, trust the process. Trust the process and consistency. You're right, 100%. Yeah. Um, if you want to see the best results, consistency is key. Yeah. yeah. But the other thing to remember is that our body conditions to whatever we're doing. So this is why you see six or eight or 12-week training programs. Because by the time you've reached that 12 weeks, your body's probably going to be conditioning to what you're doing. 
So normally you need to kind of step away. The standard thing I do is I, have, I give someone a week's break, we just switch off for a week, and then we come back and we change the whole like plan. So mm. I mean, I guess that, the body and, and that's that's very true. Yeah. This uh, sort of this this um, adaptability on the part of the body, because I think a lot of people as well. Like, would you agree? I mean, I'm not sure if you if you agree. Like, do let me know, because like I said, I'm also learning. But and I think a lot of people, I feel like they there's this misconception that they think that they need to eat nothing, and then mm. everyone just like you know. I think people don't realize you, you, act, you actually want to boost your metabolism. You want to eat more. You want to get your body yeah. used to eating more food. Um, so there's yeah. low, I mean, everyone's different. So it gets quite complex when it comes to diet. There's yeah. no like one, one way size fits all. all. Yeah. yeah. So uh, for me, I'll be honest, <laughs> diet is the one area of fitness that I'm probably the most relaxed on. Right. I don't calorie count. Right. But I do try and be clean. I know... I mean, I've been around... Have you done calorie counting? Like, how, yeah, have you I have, been yeah. Sort of, and was it just, I'm not the same it, chief? Or what was it like? You definitely see results because it's consistent, right? If you are consistently putting in the same amount of calories and you're planning your, like, your training plans, you know how many calories you're burning. So you definitely see specific results and, and fast and good results. Mm. Um, for me, forgot my train of thought. I don't really do that because one of the things as I'm doing that is my mood. My mood goes. Yeah. Like, I get I, cranky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like work-wise, like um, yeah, like my stress levels are up and mm. I like to... You don't want that cortisol. Yeah. You don't want it to all the spike. So I'm more relaxed on it. My body wants a tub of ice cream. It gets a tub of ice cream now. Like Yeah. Body, I, I agree with you, sort of that, it's it's fitting back into that idea of um, make it a lifestyle, make it sustainable. Because, you know, I've sort of dabbled with it as well. And I think once you do sort of start to track everything and sort of just about getting in the meals, it becomes very monotonous. It's just a boring lifestyle. You, you just hate it. Because um, you feel like at a certain point, sort of like, what's the point of life anymore? I'm just feeding, yeah. I'm feeding this vessel, dragging it around. To look, good on, to look good on a photo for like two seconds. 100%. And frankly, the girls don't really give a, if yeah. I'm honest. Like, most yeah, girls definitely. don't care. Like, let's just, guys, girls don't really care about it. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying the dad bod's in, but they don't, you don't need to be like Ronnie <laughs> Coleman. Like, you don't need a, you don't need to be shredded. Definitely. You know? And it comes back to like your why. Like, <laughs> what are your objectives? Yeah. What are you, what's your aim? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, and, and if you do it for like 10 years like some of these bodybuilders that really go at it you speak to them now after it they're like so many of them are like well was it really worth it like I look back and I missed out on so many meals meals with the lads or whatever it is yeah. and yeah you, you, it's a big part of your life there that, that you is, probably skipped enjoying so that is so true you want to want to enjoy it like a cheat day it isn't a cheat day it's a day for me that's like you reward yourself so that on Monday or whenever it is, because people normally use Sundays as a cheat day, you go back to your routine, right? So it's like you, you can kind of justify everything you're going to do from like Monday to Saturday. And you go, okay, I'm going to enjoy Sunday. Like it, it justifies some of the stuff that you're missing out on. Yeah. So that to me is, is what happens. and That's so true. And I literally saw that on uh, Instagram last night. I was watching... So a big bodybuilder, one that he's come out about not being natural already, mm. but he was talking about this idea that he was quoting a Lincoln Park song. And he was just like, he showed his sort of transformation. He was like, yeah, you know, in the end, it doesn't even matter. You know, yeah. like it's one of those things. It doesn't really matter. I mean, 
I, I really like that that um, philosophy. Um, I guess ties into your personal sort of training style. Just make it a lifestyle. Are you healthy? You yeah. know, are you healthy? And I guess you're doing that with the classes as well, with, with tribal, which we'll get into in a yeah. sec, and sort of the, the hit circuits. You know, it's, yeah. it's just about getting people out there. Definitely. Um, Hey guys, are you enjoying this episode as much as I am? Because I really, really, really loved seeing JK. What an amazing experience and such an amazing location. But I wanted to check in halfway into our episode this week to just thank you for the outpouring of support on Rain or Shine podcast so far. I can't tell you how many amazing messages I've gotten over the last few months. Um, you know, people telling me that they love the mission. They love the, the initiative. They love what we're doing. I kid you not, I, to, to name a few little, to, to just talk about a few little things, I've, I've had my school personally uh, endorsing me and, and sharing the podcast as a, as a recommended self-development podcast for um, you know, uh, youth across uh, my, my old high school. Uh, I've had people come up to me in public uh, just on a night out or something uh, requesting for me to be on the podcast, um, requesting uh, me to, to get them on. Uh, telling me they love they love the the story they they, they love what we're doing. Um, I've even had you know I, I made my uh, I made my uh, my Snapchat public recently because uh, I want to share more of Ray um, more of the podcast with you. But and I and I had you know messages pouring in people across the world telling me hey I, I love your podcast I love what you're doing and you know uh, I barely even know them. So clearly you know we were getting the word out. You know, relentless resilience. We're building a community, um, and, and we're sharing we're sharing our generation's best voices. So I want to thank you so incredibly much for your continued support. Many things coming for Rain or Shine podcast. Uh, many many things coming, and uh, I'm really glad that you guys have been enjoying sort of this uh, condensed pilot season. Uh, but next year is going to be big. Next year uh, we're going to have a full season. Season two is going to be 12 full episodes once a month, and we got amazing people lined up. It's going to be great. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, Thank you for continuing to tune in. And yeah, let's keep going. Come rain or shine. Yeah, and that's that's, that's something I think I I really like as well. Because it's like, it goes without saying, I'm not even, you know, messing around here. The mental health benefits of exercise, they've proven this in studies. Like, it's it's fundamental. 100%. It's so important. I couldn't, honestly, like, I haven't shared this completely with Tribal yet, with with the Tribe. The days I've had in the last 12 months, and I'm sure everyone can like resonate with this, that this has been a challenging year oh, mentally. So, so challenging. Some of the days I've had, I would not have got up the next day if I hadn't have ended that day with like a five or 10K win. Mm. I, I guarantee you, mate, like, yeah. I've been mentally in some, not saying like as depressed or anything like that, but just mentally like difficult, like difficult, challenging days. No, me and too. I mean, I don't mind admitting. I've, I've, I think, frankly, I have been pretty, pretty depressed at the start of this year. You know, I was, I was going through a tough time too. So, I think that's one thing that sort of got me back as well. Like, you start to start small, but for me, it's just walks in nature. Um, I've loved that my whole life. Just yeah. go for a walk. Just, just get out there because it's sort of this. I think, um, in a sense, it's it's sort of asserting this idea in yourself that hey, I'm doing something good for myself today, and I'm, mm. I'm putting in the effort to show up. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting out there and I'm doing something that's going to benefit me uh, just because I care, you know, and, and yeah. it's, it's one of the best ways to, I always say this to people, for me, um, if you want to get out of something that's tough, you want to get out of tough times, I think fitness really does tie into that as well, because for me, it's about building momentum. You yeah. need to like get moving again. 
and exercise i mean it's the most it's, it's a physical means to get moving again you know just, just move your body get in tune with yourself again so definitely i really i really agree with that and it's so important so that's why i'm also so so blessed and so happy that i like we've, we've been able to meet and that you're doing tribal and that you're doing all these things because i think more people can, can sort of get involved in this and and reap the benefits um yeah through you definitely and like the big thing as well, for like if you're gonna go out and exercise with with that in mind, like you want to switch the mind off that stress, whatever it is that's going on. Well, so, that's important. Detach. Make like, sure you detach. Yeah. I'd always ask people like, when you're doing your burpees in the hit class or when you're doing those mountain climbers, are you thinking about your day? Are you thinking about <laughs> the shitty conversation you've just had? Yeah. You're not. You're thinking. But JK's just said there's 20 seconds. So <laughs> keep going. So your mind is off. And I think it's like switched off from that and it's switched on, it's on a new focus point. And yeah, I think it's so important like to, to really give your mind that break. So incredibly true. So incredibly true. But um, I think we've sort, of, we've sort of answered it a little bit already, but I, I've sort of mentioned to you, JK, that you know, this podcast, for me, I feature really inspiring people such as yourself and, and people that I've encountered too to really uh, you know, help people develop individual agency or, or their ability to, to, to get up and show up, to, to, to get things done, whatever it may be, whether they've got fitness goals, whether they want to build a business, whether they want to improve their grades, whether they just want to have a better life, whatever it may be. And I stress this idea that I think it, it relies heavily, and I've seen this in my own life, on, on building resilience, a relentless sense of resilience, this idea that you know, things are inevitably going to go wrong sometimes, things are going to get tough, just look at corona, you know, things yeah. are going to go wrong. But it's the people who, you know, to quote a book or whatever, I've read, it's a, you know, tough times never last, but tough people do, you know, yeah. like tough people can get through it. And you know, I'm not trying to enforce some sense of toxic masculinity. You got to be tough, but <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just wanted to ask you, you know, whatever it may be, like, it's up to your interpretation. How do you build resilience? Or how have you built resilience to, to get here, you know, to, to start tribal, to be in, in a nice office like this, you know? I think, <coughs> obviously, the why is always going the why. To the why. Yeah, no, so really, important. the why, yeah. And my sister is definitely one of them. Like, mm. as I said, like, I look at every day, okay, perspective. So every day I look at my sister's life, what she struggles with, and I think I can't accept to not not be resilient in this situation. Like if she can do what she can do, there's no like excuse for me to not be resilient and do what I believe I can do. So that's like one thing, like a new level of perspective um, mm. is, is one aspect. And then I think the other thing is kind of like a bit of a motto of mine that has just over time created this resilience and this mindset where I don't plan to succeed in training or whatever it is I do, I plan to fail. Because if I can fail, I've, re I've realized what my limit is at that moment in time. Not my limit for life, mm. my, my limit at that moment in time. And that's like really good to check in and see where you are in that mm. time. Mm. And you've got to kind of understand your effort. If you've gone and done, I can easy enough to compare it to a run. Go and run five guys hard and as fast as you can, just mm. to go and check in on where you are on your time, right? Mm. So as for me, again, I mentioned like I'm kind of a bit of a runner. So everything for me is about times. So like checking in on, on that, where you're at. And I always say like in the YouTube channel, when I'm doing these like series now with different athletes and professionals in Singapore, and I'm doing like this away session with them. So like on Wednesday, I was training with a professional boxer here. Mm. I said to him like, no mate, like 
if you can make me fail, we've succeeded what we're doing today. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. I'm not there to finish my rounds and be like, yeah, I'm good. I want to I wanna be like, done. And to me, that then generates resilience because the next time you go back to it, you're like, I'm going to push that a bit more. Mm. So apply that similar mindset then to work as well. Mm. Like, kind of like, yeah, um, tapping into where you're at, what you can do, and then, you know, never accepting where you're at as well. Like, I, I think it's important to understand where you currently are, but you've got to know that tomorrow you can be a little bit further or you can, you can take gradual steps. Mm. Another little like motto I have is, it's not a journey of perfection, it's a journey of progression. So, mm. you know, and, and these all kind of like, just help you stay resilient because mm. to stay resilient, you need to accept when you fail, mm. like when you're not there. And then you also need to trust the process again in terms of like mm. getting to where that goal is. And I yeah. think that's what just, it just guides resilience to me. That's, I'm almost in a trance because like you're speaking my language, like mm. all these things just highly, highly resonate with me. Like I believe in so many of these things. I'm, you know, this idea of progression over perfection. I'm a self-proclaimed perfectionist back in the day, you know, in high school and stuff like I'm starting to become a dentist. So, you know, it takes a certain level of, you know, effort to get to, to be able to go do that. But I'm, I've seen when my life has gotten better, especially this year was sort of, I had the, you know, I had sort of the wake up call yeah. and now I got, I realized Reynard, you know, Ray and Reynard, it's not about being perfect. It's just about showing up. It's about mm. progression. It's about having a vision. I think I, I always had the vision, whether it was fitness related, whether it was related to my life, whether it was related to business. And I had the vision, but sort of the vision almost became like um, suffocating, like the vision's everything and like everything has to be perfect. And if something goes wrong, oh, I'm not hitting the vision. Now it's sort of, the vision's sort of the beacon, the guideline. But if I'm on the ground, like moving the line, like by two centimeters and I'm, and I'm a little better than yesterday, it, it's sort of this idea that making peace with that, you know, yeah. like it's just yeah, about definitely. little steps. 100%. Um, There's like a nice balance between being quite tough on yourself and also being easy on yourself. So like what I mean by that is, let's say I referred to earlier about doing like a 12, 16 hour day and still getting out and doing my, my runs and get my mileage in, like... I would be tough on myself that goes, drag your ass out. Don't care how tired you are. Drag your ass out and go and run. But then when I run, I'll be easy on myself that will be like, okay, you may have planned to do like a 22 minute tempo run off a of 5k. Just do 25, like go easy on yourself and you run because you've already got past the first hurdle because you didn't want to go out. So like there's a nice balance in between. Yeah, it's sort of mediating these yeah. sort of competing objectives. Like yeah. be tough to get the first part done and then, hey, You've gotten the first yeah, part no, of the way, yeah. now you can ease out a little. And normally you'll find <laughs> when you're actually out there running, you'll end up doing what you said you were going to do. That's so true. That's so true. I mean, I think we've, we've touched on some really, really amazing things in this episode. Um, little, you know, nuggets, both fitness wise, but also just lifestyle based um, and, you know, self dev and it's really great stuff. But um, to finish off, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, what's sort of your, your goal, like for, for your physique or, or for tribal? Because tribal, tell us a little bit about tribal uh, and then maybe just tell us a little bit about, you know, uh, that, but also your physique. Like, is there a big goal? Are you, are you building towards something? What's sort uh, of like the next step? Like you really, and you don't have to tell us too much. You know, you can keep it yeah, to yourself. But no, that's fine. We can, if, 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 we're, if we're comparing it to the movie, give us a trailer. Do you know what I mean? No, it's good. We can share. Sharing is caring. Yeah, um, sharing is caring. <laughs> So tribal, I mean, tribal is an interesting story. Um, 
try and summarize it as quick as, as, sure, as much sure. as I can because it could be a long one. Um, sure. I think the story of Tribal is like a 40 minute episode. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll have to get you back on. And you know what? I think we have to get the tribe on. Frankly. Yeah, oh, we got to get the tribe. That'd be something. Because I was with the tribe last night, actually. You know, we were saying, like, man, you know, uh, JK, what a great sesh. And, you know, obviously you had to go, JK, so you unfortunately couldn't join us in the end. But. Yeah, we were talking about it. Loved it, man. Yeah. It was, we had dinner together, so... The, yeah. The tribe eats together, the tribe trains together. I actually got kicked out of dinner because there were six of us, so... Ah, uh, yeah. Chieftain voted out. Yeah. Like, oh, I'll, let, I'll let you guys go. Oh, uh, no. Honestly, <laughs> I, was, I was even mentioned to the guys that I, I'm not just saying... It's, I was saying, you know, should I go? Like, I want JK to get the meal in. Come on. Oh, that's uh, fine. I was, man, this COVID is so... I was being clean. I had my uh, meal prepped at home, so. Yeah, there was an ulterior... Yeah. It helped fine. you out in the long run. It's okay. <laughs> But yeah, so a little bit about Tribal. Yeah, so, okay, so basically Tribal Fitness was never going to be Tribal Fitness. It was going to be called Tribal Minds. And I wanted to set up my own mental well-being company. Since my mate did it in the UK, it's resonated with me. It's been in my family. Everyone in my family has struggled with mental health. Mm. Um, so it's it's been there. It's been like something that's kind of like true. It's always felt like my true north, that mm. I needed to do something in this space. And... My mate that was running the company, we had so many discussions about it being like, are you cool if I do something like this? Like, I know you're doing this in London, but I want to do it out here in Singapore. I feel like Asia needs to be like awoke to mental health so and mental true. well-being more than most of the world. Like, and I was like, I had this burning desire to do this. And then with like Hygiene Hub and different businesses and everything, you kind of just keep pushing it to a side, pushing to a side. And I think for a long time, I kept thinking... It's just other things in my life that are making me push this to a side. And then I realized, and it was my mate that said it to me. It was oh, like, yeah, I've seen Hygiene Hub as well. That's another one of your... Yeah, so that is that is like the main company that I run. Right, um, yeah. That's the one that puts the bread on the table. Yeah, no, so. but it looks it looks amazing. There's, we're going to have to get you back on, because right. okay, there's, there's too much here. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah we, tell us about... Sorry, sorry for interrupting I'm so no sorry. Worries. Um, um, about Tribal, yeah. So he like, I was doing some kind of things like personal fitness missions and goals shall i say and mm. then he just kept saying to me like like jk it's all about fitness for you it's all about fitness and then covid hit couldn't see my work colleagues so i was i kind of like dropped a message like right guys we've not seen each other for a couple of weeks it was only me that was allowed to come into the office because hygiene hub got classes essential so what i was allowed to do and it was only me that got approved so couldn't see like colleagues for like two or three, four weeks, some of them quite a while. Um, so I basically was like, right, let's do a fitness class together. Let's all kind of do it. Like zero input from the guys. I was like, they didn't want to come. So I was like, all right, sod this. I'm going to open it out to my mates. So I invited some mates. And then I also forced some of my colleagues to come. Um, and then these things just, they build a life of their own. Yeah. yeah and then I was like, I really enjoyed it. I did like the first one. I, mate, I swear down, I was nervous. I had like five people and I knew them. They're all good mates. And I was nervous for the first online Zoom class. I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? No, I was here, Zach. Uh, we've, we've got someone in our class called Zach. He's always saying, JK, we need to get you a mic. We need to get you a mic. Because <laughs> you, you're great at it. Yeah. It takes time. So like, and the tunes. Man, I love the tunes. The, it's, it's, the... <laughs> it's all about the music. It's not about the class. Like, yeah. just come for the music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. So it sort of just wasn't so, yeah. even planned, really. And then at the time, I, I was calling them like John Kelly episode one. And then I just thought one day I just went, 
sub-tribal minds, tribal fitness. Because at the end of the day, fitness is about mental well-being for me. So I'm still doing what I always wanted to do. Just mm. doing it in a, in a way that I never really it's thought would happen. didn't really yeah. Sort of in, yeah. So then tribal fitness started to kind of materialize people. The WhatsApp group chat went from like four people, five people to now, which is like 60 odd I people. I love the WhatsApp. <laughs> I love the WhatsApp. Choosing our, our sessions, voting on them. <laughs> Definitely. Try and keep it interesting. Oh. Um, and then... Obviously, I do it all for free. I've been doing it all for free, and I will continue to do all my classes for free. Um, but there is a business model behind it all that I would like to do one day. My dream is to have my own gym. Not as a business, but just have my own gym. Yeah, um, certainly. I, I can get behind you on that. I, yeah. I'd want it too. So, uh, I'd want it too, yeah. So I think Tribal Fitness is going to move into some interesting journeys in the future. Yeah. Um, it might be interesting to get a space. You know? So looking at it, yeah. There's talks. We'll see what happens. Um, but it's moving completely online. There's going to be a platform in December, hopefully. Fingers crossed. So the Tribal Fitness will go online. There'll be like an online membership, um, which basically is going to hopefully at some point fund, cover costs for like what I need to do, as well as potentially fund a gym. Um, right. But the main the intention thing that, of still doing the, the sessions? So or? all sessions like for free, like basically what's going to be going into there is basically more content, more right. specific programs. I'll be like writing programs for hypertrophy training, yeah. um, health training, uh, like how to be fit, not how to just kind of bench press. So like I yeah. want to basically like tailor it in all that way. Man single-handedly saving, saving <laughs> Singapore on the, on the fitness front. That's the plan. No, um, it's, it's amazing. It sounds so, yeah. excellent. And I mean, if I can just keep joining the sessions, I'll be happy. <laughs> Definitely. So like, cause I love them, man. And, and one of the things, such a good breakaway in my week, you know, to yeah. just get out, not even just for the fitness, just to meet people. Yeah. Like guys, some great people are at these sessions. Definitely. I'm not just talking about JK. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some great people. Um, that's, that's really, it's amazing. And I will certainly be watching and, uh, and I'm sure everybody else listening will, will, will be watching the space cause big things coming. Yeah, 100%. so that, that sounds amazing. But um, yeah, JK, just to uh, just to finish off for for anyone wondering, um, drop the links, my dude. Where can we find you? Well, what are the where can we find you? I'm all over Insta. I don't do Facebook. Okay. Um, I deleted it a while ago. Yeah, um, I drop on there now and then. Mm. So yeah, all over Instagram, really. All right. So tribalfitness.sg, I think all it right. is. Okay. And then my own one, which is John Kelly Fitness. Yep. Um, and then the YouTube channel's building up? So the YouTube channel, um, when you asked me about my personal goal, this is where you're going to see that. So one of the things I want to be kind of, don't like the term influencer, um, Yeah. if I'm honest. It does sound a little bit insidious, if yeah. I'm honest. This whole, oh, I'm an influencer. I think more, I have to think about what I, what I want the term to be, but I do, I do agree with you. It's a bit of a, a strange connotation to the word. Definitely. So, yeah. so I prefer the word ambassador. Yes. So yes, that's exactly what I wasn't thinking, but I should have been <laughs> thinking. <laughs> that's so, stunning. I love it. Yeah. Ambassador. Wow. I love it. So basically that's what I, um, I want to be known as like an ambassador in, at least in Singapore for fitness. Mm. So for me, the difference as well between like an influencer and an ambassador is like an influencer is essentially going to put something out there that's going to influence you to either make a decision, change or buy something, right? Whereas an ambassador is going to show you how they live their lives and they are going to be an ambassador of that. They're mm -hmm. going to preach their lifestyle and they and kind of essentially guide and coach 
how to be that and that's what I kind of want to be mm. so in everything I always do and say in my management style as well as my coaching style is that I will never ask anybody to do something that if I either A, don't preach myself or do myself. You will yeah. never see that from me. And that you can really tell, you know, your presence as well. You're an authentic guy. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not just saying it. Appreciate I, it. I re- no, you really are. You're, you're a real one, man. You're a real one. I'm, sh- I'm shaking, shaking. <laughs> no, um, you're definitely a, a good tribe, tribe leader. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's it, right? It's like chieftain of the tribe. So yeah, the chief of the chieftain's tribe. Chieftain's got to walk the walk. Yeah, the, talk, talk, so. yeah, so true. So that's it for me. Like the goal is basically to be an ambassador for that. And that's why the YouTube series channel is, okay, there's two missions. One is kind of showing how I ambassador, like embody fitness. Mm. Also, it's basically, I mean, one f- side of it, which is kind of what you can already see is me doing these fitness challenges. Yeah, um, I've been just, dabbling. I mean, yeah. I'm taking a look, love it. Um, and then the other side, which is coming out very, very soon. We've already filmed a few episodes. Um, it's where I'm training with different athletes and professionals in Singapore yeah. with the mission to show that fitness is actually subjective. So, or that it has become subjective. And basically what I mean by that is that you look at a boxer and people go, oh, the boxers are so fit. They are, and I've done boxing, I used to fight. I have to say that boxing is probably up there with one of the toughest, most disciplined kind of yeah. sports there is. However, go and ask a boxer to do a 100-meter sprint against a sprinter. Yeah. Going to lose. Go and ask a boxer to run with a marathon runner. Not even going to get the distance of a marathon in. Mm. Um, go and ask them to lift weights like a crossfitter. Go and ask like Olympic lifter, a swimmer, gymnastics. Yeah. You can just compare them all against each other. And then no one can really cross, cross over into it. Even the CrossFit Games, who say that they are, like, they've got the tagline or the trademark now as the world's fittest in the world, they're not. Like, mm. they're definitely fit, but it's you can't basically call yourself the world's fist. And I don't think you can yeah. ever define it. It is a subjective, like, thing. However... Yeah, you're going to sort of max out in some metrics, but yeah. you can't be across the board. I don't know, you know? It's tough. It really is tough. And I'm trying to find the closest um, answer to that. So right. what you will see me Being doing... the best all-rounder, I suppose. Yeah. So I'm never going to be elite. I'm never going to be like be able to get to a professional in whatever it is, but I can keep up with them. So yeah. like the other day I was doing boxing with a boxer, I was keeping up with him. On Monday, running with a marathon runner, keeping up with him. Going out with a sprinter, I'm keeping up with him. Yeah. So like the idea is that I can you show want to that. showcase these sort of yeah. different avenues and also sort of build your own sort of, um, I guess, fitness across the board in, in these various aspects. So, so then it becomes my philosophy of fitness yeah. to an extent. And that's, that's what tribal fitness will be all about. That's amazing. I mean, the, the YouTube channel, tribal, um, clearly some other things as well that we unfortunately didn't have time to get into, but in the future, certainly we'll, we'll get you back on, JK. Um, no, it's, it's, it's really, really, really great. And uh, we're going to be staying tuned, really. We are, because it, it sounds amazing. And um, I think as well, it's great that you're doing that because I don't know, like maybe it's just me. Maybe I don't get out enough, but like, I feel like Singapore, there's so much... Like tonight as well, like this place, what a hidden gem. Yeah. You know, you don't know about these things. You don't know about, wow, this amazing little class happening or wow, they're doing boxing or wow, they're doing this. Like just to get word out, you know, show people yeah. that there is stuff happening here. Like I can't tell you how many times and I was talking to you about this the other night as we were walking, you know, sort of you can't, you move to Singapore and, you know, you go through these phases living here. You know, people like to call this place, at least people I spoke to, you know, Hotel California, you come, but you never leave, you know, yeah. you're sort of stuck here yeah. as an expatriate or whatever it may be. But 
I think people think Singapore is sometimes a bit boring, and they're like, "Oh, there's nothing going on here." And there's there's a lot going on here. Hundred percent, especially uh, in the fitness um, scene, if that's your thing. You know, there's so much going on. I, so, like one of the questions I'll ask someone, I do this on a date. Uh, is when was <laughs> when was the last time you did something for the first time? And it's always something to think about. Yeah. And if you can't answer it, then to me that's a wake up call. Go and do something. Like yeah. Do something out your comfort zone. Do something different. And then you, you know, you're gonna meet new people. It's a new network. Mm. You're gonna do something new, learn something new. Mm. Um, Singapore's got them everywhere for you. So yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. No, that's amazing. So thank you so much, JK, for for coming on. Um, the tribe has been blessed by your <laughs> by your presence. Um, I think I'm gonna have to go get some Mexican food if nice. they're still open. Because yeah. I'm 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 a. Uh, I've been hooked, but um, I can't I've for, got for the macros and... for the macros. But um, no, it's excellent. Thanks so much for coming on, JK. Thanks for it's having me. It's been an absolute honor, appreciate and uh, really appreciate it. Thanks Legend. for coming on. Sweet. Wow, what an amazing episode! An amazing guest, an amazing experience. Ray here, guys. The dentist in me wanted to include this little segment at the end of this week's episode. Uh, you know, to do a little bit of like a, a bite-sized bit. I call it a bite-sized bit. Uh, and it's just a little roundup of everything we, we explored in this episode, just so that you can have one more uh, yeah, a quick overview and understanding of, of everything that was discussed in this episode, a little bite-sized, bite-sized bit of knowledge. So I think one of the clear, clear themes in this episode was JK emphasizing the idea of finding your why, whatever it may be, but make sure that you have the conviction before you embark on the mission, because if you have the conviction, the mission almost takes care of itself. Secondly, as far as fitness is concerned, make it a lifestyle rather than a phase. You want it to be sustainable and you want your goals to be achieved in a way that you can essentially gradually sustain um, and achieve in the long run. So think about what that means for you. Lastly, be realistic. Trust the process and ensure that you have consistency in place but be realistic. What are your goals? Where are you heading? Fitness-wise, business-wise, whatever it may be, but adjust the expectations and then trust the process you've put in place to achieve the expectations you set for yourself. Also, we love fitness. We all like getting into shape, but just remember, at what cost? You know, we talked about the idea that, you know, some bodybuilders, some people, they do go very hard in this whole journey. But you got to decide if it's for you and you got to decide are you willing to put in the work and you got to decide what you are content with. Everybody is different. Lastly, don't underestimate the importance of fitness uh, as a means to improve your mental health. Studies have been done on this. It's absolutely staggering what exercise can do just to improve your life in general and your mood. But ensure when you are doing workouts, when you are using fitness as a means to escape, that you really escape, detach, unplug and set the intention. Get moving, but get moving away from whatever was stopping you from moving in the first place. Thank you for tuning in, guys. It was really amazing. And join us for the next one. Much love, Ray.